So out of nowhere over the weekend, Rochelle developed a little bit of a cold or something like that. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, it's not monkeypox. I don't think so. You've been tested for the pox. I have no spots. Not the monkeypox. No monkeypox. So. But she just got like a little little hay fever, one of those kind of things yeah. going on. And uh, she's upset with me. And I know what you're thinking. What did you do now? <laughs> and said, I feel a little funny uh, getting too close to you when you're not feeling well. And I don't even know if it, it could just be allergies, so it might be nothing. I don't really even know. But when there's any sort of uh, potential germ in my vicinity, uh-huh. I get uh, I get very nervous, and then I get less uh, playful, less, less sexy. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And I understand that. <laughs> I don't that. necessarily want to get too close to you. I'm not really upset. All of a sudden, those six feet apart signs start making a whole right. lot of sense to Listen, me. Listen, I'm not upset with you, and I do understand. I yeah. do. But... In the same token, we sleep in the same bed. Yeah. We are always within six feet of each other, including right now. So you drink off of me. Well, then That's I get no a- problem. Like if I had, I had a drink over the weekend, you had no problem <laughs> well, trying was, the drink. It's that an alcoholic was no- drink. I figure it it's going to. The alcohol is going to kill any you germs. You drank right through my little bamboo straw. No problem doing that. But, you know, going in for a kiss, you're like, Mwah. I can't. I can't. I just, so, I just kiss around, you know? What is that? I'll just nuzzle around. You drink out of my straw. It's the same thing. I just told you I'm not concerned because thank God for alcohol. I figure that it's fine. It's but. not. That's not how that works. But I just get very, very funny and I just... Ugh, I, can't, I understand I that. I do. If I am, if I do have a cold or sickness, you, you obviously don't want to get it. But again, I'm not sleeping in another room and we're breathing on top of each other all night long because we're right next to each other. I know, so. but I feel the same way for myself or I don't want to be... Uh, I don't want anybody near me when I'm not feeling well. You know, like you're you're very nurturing in that way, and I would prefer you just lock me in a closet and leave me alone until I feel better. Like <laughs> I, I don't want to be babied. I'm not. I know this is sh- again shocking to everybody. That's a lie. That it is, is not such a, lie. a lie. I do not want someone who you know is. I don't want to be cuddled while I'm not feeling well. Listen, you, know? you don't get sick very much, but which, the which last true, time yeah. you were sick. All you wanted was to be babied. You're like, oh, this my towel's a little warm. Can you cool it oh, off yeah, for listen, me again? Oh, yeah, listen, I have no, I have no I mean, problem with you bringing me stuff. That's uh-huh, fine. Uh-huh. But I'm not looking. I don't want you touching me or anything like that. I'm not feeling okay. like Whatever. I want to be touched. I'm not feeling attractive while I'm sick. You well, know? I, it's not that I was feeling attractive or like trying to you know, get fresh with you. But I mean, <laughs> you'll take a sip of my alcoholic beverage, but you won't give me a kiss. What is that? That's crap. That's crap. Can't let the booze go to waste. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you wash your mouth out with a uh, little drembuie, then I'd be... That's not how germs work here, fella. Okay. That's or not how they Or a little rubbing work. alcohol, then I would be fine. Okay. But. Listen, I'm just following the rules set forth by Dr. Fauci, okay? okay? Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, South Jersey, anywhere on the free Boss app. Good morning, America. Welcome to Monday, August the 29th, 2022. Back at it for another week with a lot to do today. We're going to go talk to uh, the guy from Jimmy Eat World. Mm-hmm. His name is Jim. Right. But he is not the guy who the band is named after, or so I'm told. Which so. is so weird. I know. That's so weird. they got a show coming up at the Starland Ballroom and a uh, brand new album, so we will ask him about that. Of course, they have that big song, The Middle, which we... Right. Happen to play quite a bit right here mm-hmm. on this radio station. So we'll talk to him on the Celebrity Hotline. Uh, coming up, 720, 920, it's hashtag mom. Confessions. Yes, a fresh he said. She said. It's 750. We'll check the bulletin board, the Fast Five. And we got a $625 cash jackpot. We got to get moving on this. We do. Secret yeah. Celebrity number 10. I'm, I'm itching. I'm mm-hmm. hankering for a winner. It's a tough one. It, it really is. It is kind of tough. Yes. What do we know so far? We know that the person is alive. Yep. They are a celebrity. Mm-hmm. I would add that they're not necessarily a movie star, television star, 
Oh. Musician. Look at you throwing out hints. I mean, I just, it's not a hint, but any of these people, <laughs> celebrity indicates that they are famous. Oh, I understand what you're saying. But I think sometimes people just assume they must be a movie star. Okay. So they don't have to be an actor to be a celebrity. Sure, you know? sure. Like Kate Middleton is a celebrity. She's, that is true. You know, Kim Kardashian is a celebrity. Well, yeah. She's not an actor. Yeah. I'm not sure what she is, yeah. to tell you the truth. I think most of her is not anything at all. It's all plastic. She does a little acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in certain markets. Yes. In the back of the video store. Right, right. All right, so that's on the way this morning. About 9.10. I uh, have not shared this with you, but I had a fascinating uh, conversation and then a Google search uh, with my old man. Okay. So I got to take it. What, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know where this is going. You have conversations with your father that are all over the place. Yeah. So sometimes they're about life. Sometimes they're history. Sometimes yeah. they're celebrity. So. Well, you can't really have a conversation with him without it turning into, did you know back uh, sure. that Augustus Caesar said, <laughs> right. like we, were, we were talking about my car insurance. What he's, do you, he's a history. How do we get to Caesar? Yeah. But, so this is uh, this is a little history. This is some family history. Okay. I, I imagine he would probably be a little uh, embarrassed that I shared this story. Oh, I'm Maybe sure not, he would. Because we were all laughing about it. Okay. So he was, uh, let me take a, a step back here. His father, I never met him. He died as a young guy. Yeah. Uh, had some problems. Uh, so my grandfather on that side never met him. But I do know that he was in show business. He was in vaudeville. Mm-hmm. He was a dancer. Yes. He did uh, dancing in the movies. Now, right. he's not a movie star, but, you know, like one of the extra people. So when you see... Uh, Fred Astaire dancing, he's like four guys back. Right, right. Okay, so he mm-hmm. had kind of an interesting career and spent a lot of time in the city. And apparently there was a, a dance studio there that he he went and uh, taught dancing with this guy. And this oh. guy was uh, provided some of the chorus girls for Broadway shows back in the day. Wow. We found online, this is part one of this story, that the place was uh, busted in a vice raid for a prostitution ring. Stop it. And that the guy sued, I think it was the New York Daily News, for slander. By publishing the story because they implied that it was a prostitution ring that had connections to the wise guys, okay? Interesting. Disguised as a dance studio. I guess, yeah. Okay. So that was part one of the story. Mm -hmm. But uh, apparently one of the people that, this is, I'm hearing this secondhand, Mm -hmm. that my grandfather may or may not have known was a woman who ended up uh, up in my hometown in Providence Mm -hmm. on television. And they had a dance show at the television station. Okay. I, I can't wait for the... I almost want to just drag this out because I can't wait to give you the kicker here. Okay. We have not even gotten to the best part of the story yet, okay? Uh, okay. I'm kind of nervous for this story because I do know a little bit about your grandfather's past. No, I'm, so. just, I'm just saying this is, uh, well, according to all the people in my family, this is not alleged. But okay. just under the, uh, just this woman I'm referencing, just in case she has relatives that are listening, uh, I'm sorry. But not alleged according to my family. He had a relationship with her, uh-huh. so he, like I said, was a dancer and an actor and all yes. this sort of And she's on TV on the uh, NBC station up there. Mm-hmm. The two of them get together. Yeah. And she's a woman. I'm going to give her name. Really? Yes. Okay. Because you would be able to look her up because she has a very, very famous name. Her name is Nancy Byer. Okay. B-Y-E-R. That part, not, not so famous, right? Two of them apparently had a liaison, got both of them let go from the TV show. That's oh, my understanding. Really? This is all, you don't technically know if this is true, though, right? Well, according I mean, to is, people in my family, this is all okay, true. Okay. Okay. And I did confirm that there was a, uh, I want to make sure I'm getting his name right, a Nancy Byer who worked for the NBC station up there. Is this what led to the Google search, was searching this person's name? Nancy Byers. I'm sorry. Nancy Byers with an S. Okay. All right, a couple of years later, fast forward a couple of years. Guess who she marries? I don't know. Gentleman named Timothy Affleck. Like, guess guess who Timothy and Nancy's grandson is? 
I don't know. A duck? Nope. <laughs> a guy who just married Jennifer Lopez a couple of weeks ago. Ben Affleck? Yep. <laughs> How great a story is that? Really? Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. So we got a connection to Ben Affleck in our family. I mean, not really. Sure. No, there so was my somebody gran- that your grandfather My grandpa dated. had a little fling with Ben Affleck's grandmother. Okay, but did your grandfather have a baby with, with her? Probably. Who knows? <laughs> That's where I thought you were going to go with this, that your grandfather had another child and your father ended up meeting her and he dated her or something. I thought it was going to be well, some this Jerry is, Springer it's stuff. It's funny but. you say that because this is where my head goes is I figure there's a strong possibility that Ben Affleck is actually my brother, okay? Well, because well. he looks nothing like Casey Affleck. <laughs> Casey Affleck is not as handsome as Ben Affleck, let's be uh-huh. honest. So is it possible if I take off my glasses, do uh-huh. I not look a little like Ben? The answer is yes, I do. The answer is yes, I do. Okay. So how many steps away are you and me from partying on a yacht with Ben and Jen? That's what I want to know. A lot. We're a lot of steps away. That is a very far-fetched story with no factual truths. Well, well, it's not that they're not factual truths. We know the woman was worked at a TV station, so that part stands up. We know that she uh, has the relation to uh, Ben Affleck's grandfather. Yeah, but you don't know that they ever hooked up. You don't know that they, you don't know any of that. Why would would anyone make that up? Your grandfather was a little skeevy, let's be honest. So he could have made up that story that he dated her, 100%. Well, see, no one in the family knew that she was Ben Affleck's grandma until they mentioned the name and said she was on television and I googled her and I realized that she's Ben Affleck's grandmother. <laughs> this is like 150 degrees. I feel like we're going to get some sort here. of a, uh, a a cease and desist from the Affleck family. Probably. Or, probably. And again, I'm not saying this is fact. I'm not trying to talk about people behind their back. I'm just saying that in my family, this is being said and I googled <laughs> and it turns out this is who this woman was and if it's true, it's true. Uh-huh. If it's not, it's not. Okay. <laughs> but am I or am I not related to Ben Affleck? You are not. <laughs> I'm going to throw You're it out there. You're not nearly as enthused about this story as I thought you would be. Well, because you have no proof. You have no... There's well, no, what do you want me to do? I, nothing. I mean, it's a it's a cool story that's great that he slept with Ben Affleck's grandma, but like, what, <laughs> what came of that? You have no relation there. How many people have you slept with? Does that mean you're related to all of them? No. <laughs> well, I thought it was a great story. I came in prepared. I'm sorry. And nobody liked I it. I deflated your bubble. I'm I mean, sorry. a little bit you did. <laughs> I'm on the red carpet with Ben and Jen, and you're bringing me down. <laughs> a bunch of messages over the weekend. Thank you for sending these along to us, especially if you're a charity, if you're a community organization, if you're a business trying to give back, hold a fun event, whatever the deal is. We share them right here on the CBB. That's what it's for, the Community Bulletin Board. You can send those messages in anytime by texting 774 774-4444 on the Robbie and Rochelle The Morning page, 1071theboss.com, or on our Facebook, South Jersey 4th Annual Apple Fest is happening September 10th, hmm. starting uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning, Salem Country Fairgrounds in Woodstown. It goes on the 11th as well, so it's a two-day event. Uh, over 100 artists and craftsmen, they'll have wine sampling, food trucks, Little Miss Apple Queen pageant. Oh, that's cute. That's kind of fun when the little kids yes. are all parading around with yeah. the little crowns on. But then they take themselves real seriously. <laughs> and you always get that one mom that's like, my daughter should have one. <laughs> it's like, it's a good cause, lady. Will you calm down? Apple Rock Hunt for Kids. <laughs> Pony Rides, Face Painters. There'll be an apple dessert contest. Okay. Now you're talking. All right. I'll be like, hey, mom, I'll tell you what. Your daughter can have the crown if you can eat more apple pie than me. That's, Ain't going <laughs> to happen. take her on, huh? I don't know how I ruin these very nice charity events by... <laughs> 
shooting my mouth off, but sjapplefest.com for all the info. The Warren County Hot Air Balloon Festival is happening uh, later on in September, the 23rd, 25th at the Warren County Community College from 3 to 8 p.m. There'll be music, games, food trucks, and a whole lot more. Balloonfestnj.com for the info. I mentioned you go to 1071theboss.com to contact us. You also check out community events and where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour. And as a matter of fact, today is the very last Go Green Monday, center court of the Freehold Raceway Mall. Roadies be there at 3 o'clock this afternoon. They have a whole bunch of special events set up there for the kids. Plus, you can pick up your Boss Summer Shirt and recyclable Boss Bag. And don't miss us this weekend. I'm going to be out there at the Roadies at Monmouth Park again. We love Monmouth Park. It's like do. the third or fourth food festival we've done out there. Yeah, this yep. time it's the Barbecue and Craft Beer Festival. That'll be Sunday at lunchtime starting at noon. I'll be there as well. But yeah, not. but not with the radio station. You'll just be... <laughs> just be with the craft beers. Betting on the pony drinking the beer. <laughs> uh, yes, my daughter should be Miss Apple Festival. Okay. Okay. <laughs> A couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning. Well, I am not one to uh, embrace technology. I got to tell you, I know I mentioned this before. I love the YouTube. I got the premium YouTube. It's mm-hmm. my favorite streaming service. Yeah. Because I can always find something on there. And sometimes it's just an old TV show. Sure. Or it's just an old song because somebody has thought to upload everything on mm-hmm. there. It's just old uh, documentaries, old news reports. They're all on there. So I love the YouTube. Somehow I went down this rabbit hole where I'm watching a video of very expensive homes, <laughs> both here in the Great Garden State and across the country, really around the world. Right, right. And it's funny, as you start watching these things, two things happen. Uh, first of all, you start getting depressed and wondering where your life went wrong. <laughs> Because at least yeah. for me, there was a point where somehow I believed that I was going to be a baron and live in some castle on a hill. I don't know why that was ever a thought in your head, but okay. You're going to be Count Dracula. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <You rang. laughs> and then the second thing that starts happening is the more of these you watch, you become desensitized to just how expensive every every room in this house that you're watching would be. Yeah. And you start to judge it as if you've got any business. <laughs> oh, that uh, that theater room's rather unimpressive. Yeah, it's a 50-inch TV. Big friggin' deal. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's funny because- Like I had a million years could possibly right. have. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there in my underpants eating Triscuits while watching right. this video going, I got to tell you, the stonework, unimpressive. Not so good. I know a guy named Vinny from Edison that could do a better job. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I do understand what you're saying. I always watch them and think, what do these people do? Like, yeah. what? It, well, that's the thing. You know, we watch one do? video over in Lake Como in Italy, which right. is where Clooney lives. Right. And it's fascinating because you're like, what would it be like to live next door to Clooney? You right. know? But right. then you see one from Coltsneck. And you say, who is this guy that has a $45 million? Now, it's one thing to have a $4 million house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's and another thing still... to have a $45 million house. Right. In the whole neighborhood, it's not even just that house in particular was huge and extreme. And you're right. The theater room was not that impressive considering the size of the house. <laughs> I will give you that. It's just a big TV with a sofa. It's but, not a theater room. But my question is, is what I do... want an AMC in the basement. Not only does this person have this, but this whole neighborhood, this yeah. is a neighborhood of multi-million dollars houses what do you do for a living and where did right. i go wrong like what <laughs> why is this my life although there is always one house on the block that oh, yeah. doesn't fit in with the oh, others oh yeah yeah well, it's just like a mid-century modern you're like how did this guy bringing it down get on this block he just won't sell no matter what it's true every neighborhood i'm not moving even in just you know regular regular neighborhoods yeah. there's yeah. always that house or even us, we live in a complex. There's always that one car yeah. that does not belong with all of the rest of the cars. And you're like, what is happening? But I just... Like, we drove by one of the malls in the area 
I won't mention which one it was because I don't want to call them out, but yeah. just off their property. I swear to God, it's a house right out of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, no, it does. It really looks <laughs> like, like that. Did no one from Macy's think to call to try and mm-hmm. get this guy to sell so they could raise this house? Right. It's a dump. You know? I, I think as much as I'd love to live in the neighborhood with the $40 million house, I don't. I would not want to be that one house because you know everybody in their multi-million dollar house. Yeah, but they do do the, uh, the drone footage in every house. Near the forty-five million dollar house in Colts Neck is, yeah. is a multi-million dollar. It house. is, but there there is. And maybe we didn't see it, or you couldn't see it amongst all the homes. You know that there's the one guy who one doesn't, guy in his Winnebago, right? Or he doesn't take care of his lawn, or like the if you live in a neighborhood, yeah, but you like know what? They got associations. Well, they'll throw the guy out. I know, but you have to you have to live up to those standards. So I just feel like that's it's what I mean. That's why I don't think there's going to be a guy. I mean, we're joking here. Know. That really has a crap know. house in the area. But I don't know. I I. I I have been through these neighborhoods, and I feel like there's always the one house that you just does not belong. And I would rather not live in the neighborhood than be that one house. I'll tell you what I like about that $45 million house is it was a half castle. (laughs) It was. Yeah. And then it was a half colonial, Uh you know? It was. It was like half... You know, very modern, and then the other, and it was it, when you have a home like that, your furniture has to be extravagant, and it's all yeah. gaudy. It doesn't matter. You, you're gaudy. It, everything looks gaudy. In well, I don't house. know if it's gaudy. It's no, just it's that everything gaudy. has to be so big. You, know, you can't have like a small little chair because the room is so huge. You every know? every time we watch one of these videos and, and you see these homes, all the furniture, I'm like, it doesn't look comfortable. It doesn't look. I mean, you can't lounge around. I understand you have a theater room, so you can go to your theater room and lounge, but it's you know the floral gaudy. I don't like it. I really don't. I, well, I think they tend to be older people that have enough money well, to be able to buy these. Sure, and so sure. their taste is old fashioned. I think that's what you're seeing. I just, you have that much money, hire an interior designer. Like, it, this is, you know, it's terrible. funny you say that because I tell you, that's another thing I think would happen if I did suddenly become uber rich is I'd become paranoid because <laughs> you cannot, you cannot. Clean it yourself, and of yeah. course, if you're rich, you why would you? Why would you want to clean it and prepare you food for yourself? You'd want to have a staff, well, right? Homes that large, you have to have. You have to. No, no of person. Of course, you don't have to, but I mean, you're you're going to want well, to. And yeah. why wouldn't you if you've got the money to pay them? But I, I would immediately start worrying that everybody is out to screw me and steal my stuff. <laughs> and they probably are. So I feel like I have all that opulence and all that money, and yeah. I'm sitting in the beautiful pool. And what's going on in my? I'm like, ah, beautiful day. Water feels nice. <laughs> I don't like the look of that interior designer. He's going to steal my stuff. He's going to steal some pillows. I can just smell it. They're coming. After he's you. going in the bathroom. He's taking soap. I just know it. <laughs> but anyway, if you feel like driving uh, through Colts Neck today, yeah, yeah, look for the forty-five million dollar house before you're removed from the neighborhood. Right. There are some crazy houses in Colts Neck. Yes. Yeah. I think uh, John Stewart lives over there. Um, I'm trying. There's a list of celebrities that live right over in that area. So I'm wondering maybe the house we were looking at was a famous person. But it does get you thinking. What does this person do? Because again, it's one thing to have a big, beautiful house, but a forty-five right. million dollar house. Yeah. You know, it's not the Hollywood Hills, mm-hmm. which is kind of amazing. You figure they're going to be Wall Street guys, that kind of thing. I don't know. Has to be. Oh yeah, has to be. Or old, old money. Yeah, you know, and that, I think that's what Rochelle means when she sees these couches are all floral print in some of these mansions because he's old people. That's why those are the, the couches probably been there since 1902. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just left it there. That's what it is. I mean, you have all I, that money and you it. don't get a new couch though. Yeah, yeah right. Belong to great grandma who's friends with Queen Elizabeth. Or something. I don't know. Why don't you go over to Bob's and just get a new couch? <laughs> right, right. And you know what, Joe? You know what's funny about that is that people that do the forty million dollar, they're the people that shop at the discount furniture store. Mm-hmm. That's how oh, they sure keep. They do. That's how they keep the money. That's right. Know? That's the $40 million house. Yeah. It's crazy. 
And there's one there's one right on uh, the Colts Neck. Um, is it the Country Club? I don't know. It's a golf, one of the golf courses there. And I play golf there a lot for some reason. I don't know why. But as you go through uh, one of these holes, right on the edge, there is this. Uh, it might be the one you're talking about. Is it a new house, a newer house, or is yeah. it one of the old ones? I, it's hard to tell because we were just uh, watching this channel on YouTube of luxury homes, and there happened to be a bunch in Jersey. And I went, that one's right down the road in Colts Neck, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they're unbelievable. I mean, it took forever to build it, and went through like three different people that owned it. Is that the uh, Har- on Harmony Hill Road? Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where that's, that's exactly. where it was. Well, that's, that's the one. It. Yeah, that's it was the, like yeah. insane. Harmony Hill. I like yeah. how Rochelle then goes on Zillow and she's looking up the. Oh. I'm like, what are you wasting your time I did. for? Are you I was like, me? I want. I wanted to see the taxes because I was very interested <laughs> in what they paid yearly on the taxes on the house like that. It was, and it's a lot. It's go, a lot. What's the monthly nut? Does it say? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, $169,000. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was the monthly payment was like $24,000 a month for your mortgage if you own that home. And that's if you put 20% down. That's right. Like, what? I think we're a little short. Yeah, yeah, what do pay. you do for a living? Like, who are I'm you? I'm going to tell you one thing is for sure they don't work here. That's, <laughs> they're not broadcasting on the boss, that's for sure. I mean, those are chairman of, uh, you know, whatever. You know, whatever. Those are big, big dollars, yeah. yeah. <sighs> well, we did something wrong in life. I don't know what it is. But... <laughs> Went to the college radio station yeah, and got hooked. Exactly. That's what we did. Here we are. <laughs> yep. We inadvertently found ourselves on the set or in the setting of a reality show over the weekend. Oh, I was like, wait, what? We did? Because oh. I suppose in the back of my head, we did mention here, and I did I did have awareness, I did know that the uh, in the upcoming season, or maybe it's uh, on right now, I don't know, but happening right now in the world of the Real Housewives of New Jersey, uh, Teresa Judice, mm-hmm. who had been in the news because she had the horrible divorce, and then she, was, she didn't pay her taxes, she went to jail. She's always in the tabloids and all of that. And I'm not talking out of school. This has been in the newspaper, oh, yeah. right? This is, this is so anyway, she's no. married again to another guy from the show. I think the... Ex-husband of another one of the housewives, I think. Oh, really? I believe. I think his name is Luis. Because oh, I, I remember know. seeing this story and that they got married in East Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they're the real housewives of New Jersey. But it rang extra loudly to me because we live in Old Bridge, as we've mentioned. Yes. So I figured, well, gee, that's right down the street. Pretty close. I wonder if we saw the uh, you know, the motorcade go by. <laughs> yeah. So the other night, we went out to dinner. And I said, do you feel like uh, going home just yet? And you said, well, no, nah, I'm fine. I said, well, why don't we go get an after-dinner drink? We haven't done that and stayed out like beyond 630 in years. <laughs> it's true. It's really true. So we did. And I said, well, let's just look up Wine Bar. And a place that came up is at a hotel. I'm like, this looks pretty. Let's go over there. So we went over to the, and I'm sure if, you, if anyone lives in the area or drives through, you know, the uh, Park Chateau. Yes. And it's a beautiful, beautiful venue. Gorgeous. And oh we had gosh. not been there before. The grounds are beautiful. All the trees light up after dark. So pretty. One of those places where you do the, I bet it looks nice at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you see a pretty place. <laughs> Hallmark it. Yeah. The first thing you think of is like, imagine if this were a Hallmark Yeah. <laughs> So we stop, and they've got uh, a couple of bars, one of them the outdoor patio. So we're, we're sitting, and I went, you know where we are? And he said, what? I said, I think this is the place where Teresa got married on the Housewives. Yeah. And then we start looking around, imagining mm-hmm. where we might see, you know, on the TV show. And yeah. again, it, maybe it already aired. If you're a fan, you can text I, us yeah, and let us know, know, 774-4444. And if that's the case, I want to go watch a couple of minutes of it on the On Just Demand. see. 
or otherwise it's coming up. But yeah, this is the place where she had the uh, wedding. Yeah, and we immediately, of course, while we're sitting there, had to Google how much the rooms were. What there. do you think this place cost the rent? Right, you know? right, because it's had, gorgeous. They had a bridal suite, so I'm sure that's where she got ready. It was really, I mean, it was really amazing. I mean, when you Google. think about what it costs generally to have a wedding, I thought it was very affordable yeah, considering what a gorgeous venue. It and is. she spent ten grand on her hair. So, like, <laughs> actually, that's. I mean, that was a story. It was ten thousand dollars for her hair to get done. Listen, so I if I had ten grand to spend on my hair, I would. No, okay? I'm, I, I'm I not, would. I'm I'm good for her. I just was surprised that the bridal suite was like, you know, you maybe we yeah. could do that. All by, right. by the way, it wasn't terribly busy either. So no. we just had no. a great time. I'll say the, the very first thing that happens is we pull onto the property into a parking space, <laughs> open the door, bam, slam my door right into this Maserati <laughs> Ferrari with was right next to some, back little, up, back up, some back little black up. sports car. Yeah. And so I'm like, we gotta he's gonna see the nick because it clearly yeah. matches up with my door. I'm like, we gotta move parking spaces. Yeah. So that's number one. But <laughs> but it was great. It was it really was. it was a pretty place. So. It was. Definitely have to go back. We're following in the footsteps of Teresa Judice. That's drinking our frozen. That's a moment. I, yeah. I wanted a frozen drink. It was a human night. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Can you imagine how pretty this would be at Christmas? <laughs> imagine Teresa walking around yes. on Christmas. Yes. All right. Time for hashtag mom. <laughs> Every morning at 720 and 920, we share confessions from moms. Uh, you can send yours in. We search that hashtag and we'll put it on the air just like this at 72920. Carson January said, last night I told my four-year-old I love her. And she said, I love you so much that if someone chopped off your head, I'd carry it around forever in a bag. <laughs> Carson January? Carson January. She sounds a little bit like a penthouse playmate or something with that name. But <laughs> okay. I guess they need to be moms You too. would know. <laughs> Greta Olson said, you learn a lot about your family when you spend 12 hours in the car together. For example, I learned that my family shouldn't spend 12 hours in the car together. Now listen, I could have told you that before you left the driveway. <laughs> Nobody needs to be doing a 12-hour road trip in a car with a bunch of kids. At President of the Moms 11 said, uh, the teacher asked my kindergartner what his favorite season was, and he replied, garlic salt. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? It's garlic salt season. Hey, Nor'easter Nick, what's the forecast on garlic salt? <laughs> sea salt is later on in the year. Rochelle says, you know, if we had known that this wedding was going on, we could have come up that weekend. I would have gotten That's this right. in. Like, they've got all kinds of security. You would, can't get through there. Wouldn't be the first time I pushed through the mob. I'd do it again. That's what I, I said that. I was like, they don't have wise guys. She's probably... No, she doesn't you know. Don't I don't know. think so. Of all the things they say about her, I don't get that impression. Mm, I don't know. I think she's got, you know, just big bouncers. Ten grand on the hair. On the hair. <laughs> Okay? She had somebody protecting her. No, I don't think so. I'll push through. <laughs> yeah, you would have gotten through, and then I'd be like, no, I, hey, no, no, I'm with her. <laughs> then they're pulling me away. Man, well, the wise guy turns out to be the guy whose car I slammed my door into. <laughs> Lose my kneecaps. Over to the celebrity hotline. Gentlemen, fronts a rock and roll band, been around more than 20 years now. They had a big hit with The Middle back in 2002. They got a new album out. They're going to be performing at the Starland Ballroom. Here's Jim Atkins of Jimmy Eat World. Jim, how are you? Going. It's great to talk to you, Jim. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Well, I, I got to say, congratulations. Uh, first of all, it is uh, fantastic. A little bit earlier this summer to get some brand new music, something loud from the band. So that's going to feel good to put that out in the world, right? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no <laughs> idea. Maybe you do, but it's it's amazing. Yeah, I'm really stoked. And you're also uh, hitting the road, and I guess that's why you're here, because there's a show coming up in Sarahville at the fabulous Starland Ballroom, just a couple of weeks away, uh, September 23rd. So after COVID and all that mess, it's nice to get out and see the fans too, right? There's definitely a level of gratitude sure. that I feel is, is, is just sort of like, you savor it at a, at a different level, man. 
Yeah. The shows that we've been doing since since we started um, touring again have been some of my favorite ever. Really? Well, that's kind of neat. Is uh, the people just more excited than they used to be to be out with other people, or what do you think it is? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's probably, it might be a combination of that, and and also just the the reminder that like you know this ends. You right. don't get to do this forever, and and you know a lot of the time it's not up to you when that is. I don't know. It just sort of hits you on another level, like being able to connect with fans and perform and everything that comes with being on tour is just. I don't know. It's just more. It's just. I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain, but it's just more of a. Everything's just more, and, it, and it's great. I'm going to go ahead and guess that you are one of those artists that really does enjoy an intimate, small performance space versus a giant arena. Am I right about that? Uh, you know, they're they're just different kind of experiences. Okay. Like I think before any before any gig, no matter where it is or wherever we're playing, I try to really just sort of zero out my expectations and just follow along and see what happens, you know? I guess uh, this is a really long answer, but <laughs> I like, um, there, there is something different about like a, a giant festival versus like a place like Starland. Sure. You know, like when you can look around the room and kind of make eye contact with people and sort of, you know, connect with them in, on an individual level somewhat. Like at a bigger festival, it just takes on this, it's almost like a giant entity that you're performing for. Like, um, like the end of Matrix, <laughs> that, that head of all those like you're playing for that like yeah. basically at a giant festival sometimes. listen that's not a long-winded answer because what you do is something that the overwhelming majority of people out there don't get to do so it's fascinating I think to those of us that aren't rock stars to know what that's like uh, you know to be on stage so I you know it's interesting I would dispute the rock star thing but <laughs> it, it is interesting well that's fine uh, let me tell you something that might blow your mind a little bit because I was just thinking about this here we are in the New York Metro on this radio station and we are a classic hit station and we're still playing the middle 20 years later and I was on Z100 in 2002 when that song was brand new and I played it and I'm still playing it 20 years later that's kind of a crazy thing right aging is not a choice <laughs> your song has just followed like the last 20 years of my life and I'm really not even joking about that I just like I haven't worked anywhere where I haven't played that that song in particular it's funny man like the we didn't think that middle was going to be a hit I mean we had no idea what a hit was and like what that meant as as kids when we were like working on that record um I think it's sort of like it is interesting I think a lot of people are still finding finding something in it and discovering it and didn't know it really at the time but I think you know what that song is about is something that it shows itself over and over again this idea of uh your 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 sense of self-worth really shouldn't be on external validation sure because it's it's just not it's not sustainable man you know like and to chase it is just going to drive you insane I was talking about the beginning of the band let me take you back here i'd like to keep a rolodex in my head of things i know about a band right now i read a story and i think this might have been when you guys first hit that now, now, I thought this was you, but I guess it wasn't you. It was uh, your guitarist Tom's brother was named Jim, and that's where the name of the band came from. It was a drawing on somebody's fridge. Is this story true at all? Like, is this, am I making this up? It's so crazy that it's true. Okay, could yeah. you tell the story? Yeah, our other guitar players, like, when we were forming the band and we needed a name, our other guitar player's family, uh, he had some brothers, and one of them was, uh, one of them was Jim, and at the time he was kind of more of a heavy, heavier set little kid, and he, he beat up his younger brother, Ed. It couldn't have been more older than eight. Uh, he drew this picture of Jim with a globe in his mouth saying, like implying he's so fat he could eat the world, and he wrote Jimmy Eat World on it and put it on his door for him to, to see when he got home from school as his, like, revenge, I guess, or 
And for some reason, we thought it would be a good band name. Well, it's uh, unforgettable. There's no doubt about that. But what's funny is I heard that story as you just told it, but I always thought it was it was you as a kid, but it was not. So I learned something today. Yeah, it's a, it's a total coincidence that my name is Jim. <laughs> and believe me, believe me, I would have I would have put forth a couple other suggestions at the time had I known how many people are going to call me Jimmy in the in the music industry as we show up. Yeah, right. Right. I would imagine that's true. All right. Well, uh, thank you for telling me that story. Straighten me out here. So let me remind everybody the uh, brand new single is out. It's called Something Loud. There's also a video. You can get that on YouTube or on the band's website. And if you go to the starlandballroom.com or starlandballroom.com, tickets on sale right now, Friday, September 23rd, Jimmy Eat World. Jim, it's great to talk to you, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks so much for having us. I'm getting closer to going with just the mustache. This is, I realize this is first world problems. There's a lot of important things going on in the world. I, I recognize that. But yeah. in my little universe, I got to tell you, this is number one top of mind. I'm pondering, I'm imagining, I'm trying to envision myself. You know how they say to visualize success? That's what I'm trying to. <laughs> You're visualizing just the stash? Yeah. I'm trying to get in the headspace of having just the mustache. And I'll tell you why, because it's just a little too scraggly. Your beard is a little too scraggly. It's just too scraggly. Like I cannot get it to look the way that I, I do. There's some men that just have this perfect perfect beard and there's some guys that have a big bushy beard and it works for them yeah i have neither of those things <laughs> now i have had a beard for the past two years but i feel like the uh, the first year i skated by because people went oh it's covid okay right, right and all of a sudden it's fine if you walk outside with no pants and your hair is crazy people just went well it's, it's, it's covid it's covid yeah he's, yeah he's in the house all day he, he forgot what it means to walk outside <laughs> but now here we are well on our way to 2023 uh-huh. i feel like this scraggly beard just makes me look unprofessional unkempt if you will. Well, why don't you use your beard balm and all of the things that you have that make it look a little more... The beard balm just doesn't do the... Especially when you get up at the time of day we do. We do. It just doesn't hold it the way that you would want it. You okay. Know? So then what is your hesitation in just trying the mustache? If it, You just think it's going to... Because the mustache is like Ted Cruz. You either love him <laughs> or you hate him, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like... It's like Rod Stewart. Okay. You love him or you can't stand him. Okay. There's no in between when it comes to a mustache. Having said that, it does seem as though a little movement to the, the side of positivity has happened, largely because of my new favorite movie, Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> where everybody's got a mustache, all these pilots. But I, then I go, I am not a pilot. No, but you know what? And I I'm not a hipster. I have to tell you, I took the kids to go get their backpacks. So we went to a couple different stores for yeah. school shopping, and I saw... At least four guys with just the stash. They were rocking the stash. So just it walking is around Target with a stash. Just walking. I, what age group are we talking about here? Um, similar to you, and maybe a little younger. But well, see, still. that's my concern. As you get younger than me, you start. Uh, we get like the hippie dad. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, uh, that's, that's not my deal. The, that's probably the style. Hipster dad is not my deal. No, but I mean, you rock the shorts and stuff. Still, I think you're you're definitely less. You know, used to be very. You know, Fancy. Bu- buttoned up, and you'd wear your suit jackets. And I think if you had the mustache, then it would be more creepy <laughs> than now because you are a little bit more that cash. That I would look like a Colombian drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Or like you're driving. You'll a- never get me, Mister Bond. Right. <laughs> or you're driving the van. You know that that guy. Because no, wait I- a minute. No, wait a minute. Just for this, <laughs> just to defend, just to defend the sketchy guy with candy in a van. Uh huh. Def- wait, you're defending yeah. the sketchy guy with candy. Come on. He is not wearing a sport jacket. No, but he is generally, you know, a little older. So I think if you're a little older <laughs> with, dare you. with the stash and you're driving a van, you know, it's you're, you're a little And listen, skeevy. there is the, uh, you know, like the porn star stash. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I think we, when I say that, everybody knows what I mean. It, yeah. it looks, 
you can have uh, you're you Ron can, Jeremy. Yeah, you're you can have a mustache like a hairdo that looks very much of its time. And uh-huh. I think when people say porn stash, what they really mean is 1970s. It's got that certain look to it. So you can have a mustache that is of today uh-huh. without looking like a porn star or like a sketchy guy in a rundown van. Can you not? You can. And also, if I were a drug dealer or something like that, if I if I look sketchy in a criminal way, uh-huh. wouldn't I have to have a little pencil mustache? What, like the Pink Panther? That's what I'm right. <laughs> So if I just have a well-groomed, normal mustache, because I do have, I, I wish that my the rest of my beard was as, as luscious, as yeah. thick and full as my mustache, mm-hmm. which is why I'm thinking I go to just the mustache. Now, what I will do is leave like a five o'clock shadow with the rest of the beard. So I just won't go- Just to try it out I won't before go, you go full stash. I won't go naked cheeks. Okay. All right. I just, I listen, I support you in whatever decision you I, make. Do you here. though? Do I you do, support because me? if I don't like the mustache, I'll just laugh at you and it'll be funny. Here's Here is my word of caution for you though you do have a big birthday party coming up where all of your i mean i don't know if all of them are coming but you have family and friends coming so what and you know people are going to see it on facebook or in a picture or whatever hate this these are pictures that you're going to have i have no doubt that i'll like it i'm worried that other people are going to hate it and it will make me more self-conscious and more neurotic than i normally am day to day well here's a bonus for you if you do it your mom is going to hate it no matter what my mother hates everything about that's what i'm saying so at least you'll have that to gloat about that she hates it so (laughs) that'll make you happy or at least me happy you know (laughs) when you put it that way everybody wins maybe i'm going to go home and shave today we are always available at your fingertips. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com. You can always get us on the socials. You can find us streaming on demand right there or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here we go. Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five for a Back to Business Monday. Five big old trending stories. Thoughts you needed to know. Be in the know today from number five to number one. We start at number five and count down. Are you interested in joining the Mile High Club? Well, none of your business, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about when I say this? Uh, I think so. These are people who get it on on an airplane. Yes. Well, there's a video of a, a flight attendant with some tips not to get caught. Okay. Officially, the stance... Is that they do not allow you to... Oh, of course they don't. You know, make love on an airplane. Sure. Put your seat accordingly, either right next to the restroom or in the very back room. Now, while it's mandatory for us to do walkthroughs to make sure everything's going smooth, we only have to do them really every 20 to 30 minutes. After that walkthrough, you have about 20 to 30 minutes to do your thing, and unless a passenger sees you doing it, flight attendants are not going to. So does that mean that they know you're doing it, and they just don't say anything? I'm sure they do. How awkward would that be if if they did? I don't... I would. Excuse me. What I mean, What are they going to do? It's not technically illegal, is it? No, I think it is illegal. Like, they, if they catch you in a movie theater, you get arrested. The part that just blows yeah, but my you're mind. behind a closed door. You're not exposing yeah. anything to anyone. You're actually behind a door. I mean, so I guess I so. I guess so. But the part know. that just blows my mind is if they can fit two people in those lavatories. Possible. I, I just can't say, well, listen, <laughs> not possible with me. I, I can't even fit there on my own. No, you're too, your head, You. I mean, you don't even fit in there. Your head hits the ceiling. I got to pack adult diapers because I ain't fitting in that lavatory. <laughs> let me tell you that. So the fact that people Gross. want to do this on a flight is just amazing to me. <laughs> no, and also, just, I, you can't choose your own seat, can you? Yeah, you choose your own. What are you talking about? You always choose your own seat. Oh, I guess you, ahead of time, yeah. It's not, yeah. But it's not like you're choosing your seat when you get on the plane. Well, no, but you can choose where you sit when you buy your ticket. <laughs> Come on. You haven't flown in a long time. Need yeah. to get you back on a plane. <laughs> I, I, I don't need to be anywhere near a plane. Yeah, okay? I don't want to be next to you in an adult diaper anyway, so <laughs> keep that Ooh, to yourself. it's squishy. <laughs> That's gross. Number four, there's a New Jersey woman who's broken the uh, world record for owning the most pizza-related items. <laughs> yep, she lives right here in a great garden state because, of course, she does. Her name is Talina Kupari. And she has 672 items relating to pizza that breaks the current Guinness World Record. And when I say that, I mean these are items, yes, to make a pizza, but mm-hmm. also just pizza themed 
tchotchkes, if you will. <laughs> okay. Hello, Guinness Book of World Records. My name is Talina Coperi, and we are going to collect the most pizza items related. Let's go down and count some pizza items. Now, that's disappointing because she appears to be some sort of a TikToker or what have mm-hmm. you, and I was hoping that it was like an old nana, an old grandma. <laughs> I know such luck. Let's go over grandma's house. She's get everything you need for a nice up beats. Yeah. And in fact, it's some TikToker. Sorry. Well, that just ruined my day. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to move forward from here. That reminds me on our Robbie and Rochelle TikTok page. Is it the TikTok or the Facebook? The TikTok. You posted a, a whole deal about the Hawaiian pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that is Facebook. That yes, debate that is, Facebook. is still going on I right know, now. I know. It's so funny. I don't I don't understand why people are in such arms of pineapple on the pizza. Either you like it or you don't. Whatever. I can understand having an opinion on it, but the fact that you, you want to be, talk about not wanting to be friends, ruining yeah, your day. Yeah. It's just uh, people losing their minds over <laughs> whether or not you have ham and pineapple on a pizza. What are you going to do? Number three, I don't know if you've heard it yet, but Elton John released a brand new song. It's uh, a semi-duet with Britney Spears. She mm-hmm. just kind of grunts through it. It's her first uh, <laughs> single release that she she is a featured performer on in more than six years. Yes. It's kind of a reimagining of Tiny Dancer. Mm-hmm. They're calling it Hold Me Closer. You notice Britney's got the uh, auto tune going, whereas Elton is just belting it out. Now, granted, Elton's voice is not what it was 50 years ago, no. but he still sounds great. Yeah, and of course he's almost eighty years old, and what's her excuse? You know. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I think it's fine, but boy, Elton, uh, he should be getting the humanitarian award because he's doing her career a favor tough. more so than the other way around, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, absolutely. That that's tough. Poor Brittany. <laughs> Leave Brittany alone. Poor Brit. Number two, what is the most recognizable voice in animation? You know, like a cartoon voice. Mm. Well, according to a survey done by a voiceover website, the most recognizable voice is Yogi Bear. Welcome to Jellystone Park. Interesting. I would not have guessed that. Also in the uh, top ten, Bugs Bunny, Homer Simpson, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, and, of course, Mickey Mouse. Okay. Scooby-Doo, a little friend. His name's (laughs) Scrappy-Doo. I would have thought Mickey Mouse would have been number one. Mickey's got to be the most famous cartoon character, right? I would... Think so, but I think they've used different voices for the different shows because they've had the cartoon yeah. and the you know the animated, and then they have the one in the park, and so yeah, that's a good I point. don't know. I guess the voice isn't always the same. I hate to say this, but you know, it's probably the most recognizable recorded voice is probably Siri. Oh yeah, don't you think? Probably. And everybody's phone just lit up right. because I said that. <laughs> hey Siri. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bonus story for you: Snoop Dogg has launched a YouTube channel called Doggy Land. Now, it's for children and families, because, of course, Snoop is a grandpa now. Right. Kids' songs and nursery rhymes. It's targeted for kids, toddler, up to eight years old. Here's Snoop introducing the channel when you click on it. I mean, that's great. I love that he's doing that. I love that. But if, you're, uh, if your wife is looking at your search history on YouTube and she sees Doggyland, you're in some deep trouble, okay? <laughs> she don't know what that is. You're in deep trouble. <laughs> Just a warning, fellas. Okay. But good for you, Snoop. That's very nice. Get the kids up and do some uh, early morning aerobics. I don't know if this was in your trending or not, but Snoop Dogg also came out with his own cereal not too long ago. No, I did not see that. So now you can have Saturday morning cartoons with Snoop while (laughs) eating Snoop cereal. And that's what you want right there. This is a great time to be alive, is it not? They're called Snoop Loops. (laughs) I swear. A Roman Nizzle baby. Yeah, as they should be. As they should be. Number one, Joe Pesci is making a return to television. This is a big deal. It is, He had kind of retired from acting, but Mm -hmm. uh, he's done a few things, and now he's going to... 
going to play Pete Davidson's grandpa. Now, that's the kid from <laughs> SNL yes. that was going out with Kim Kardashian. Yeah. This is going to be on uh, NBC's Peacock app. It's called Bupkis. It also uh, will start Edie Falco from The Sopranos playing the mom. Oh, fun. And this is not a big stretch for Pete. He's playing a kid who still lives with his older mother and father. In Staten Island. Yeah, yeah. right. Do we have a clip of uh, Joe Pesci from the show? Man, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be watching that. That seems like some fine entertainment right there. So good. Talk about your family-friendly viewing. So good. Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday file Leah Michelle from that show Glee. She is 36. Actor Elliot Gould, legend 84. Robin Leach. Hmm. Caviar dreams and uh, what was that thing? Champagne wishes and caviar That was it. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I have always had it in the back of my mind that somehow I would like to host a reboot of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Okay, all right. Because as we were discussing earlier, never in my life will I be a billionaire myself. (laughs) So maybe I can just hang on tightly to the coattails of Joan Collins and Elon Musk or whatever it is. There you go. Be like Robin Leach. (laughs) Richard Attenborough from Jurassic Park, born on this date. John McCain. Ingrid Bergman from uh, Casablanca. yes. You know, here's looking at you, kid. Mm -hmm. And Michael Jackson was born on this day. Okay. Just saying his name weirds me out. (laughs) Oh, and happy birthday to Chop Suey. Oh. It made its uh, debut here in America this date of 1896. It was first introduced by Chef Li Hong Chung, who was then China's ambassador to the United States. Interesting. I'm going to be honest with you. I thought Chop Suey was from Japan, not China. So I learned a little <laughs> something here myself. There you go. It's <laughs> Uh, Casablanca is your favorite movie. Am I right about oh, that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I thought that I was one of your favorites. All right, now, a couple of uh, food-related questions. Uh, I, I also happen to know you hate Hawaiian pizza, right? Oh, uh, terrible. There's nothing worse than Hawaiian pizza, mm. except for ketchup on a hot dog. Ketchup uh, on a hot dog? What do you put on just relish? You're a relish and mustard guy. But... No, you put mustard on it. This is America. This is what we do. We put mustard on a hot dog. Now, joking aside, that's the, the Nathan's way, right? You know, place in Coney Island. Aren't they just mustard? Isn't that the deal? I don't know, but I mean, I, I have no idea. I, but I just, I, I'm just saying that's the way you do it. it. It gets me fired up when I see my own kids do it. It drives me crazy. It's so good on a hot dog. Oh, no, <laughs> I love ketchup with a hot dog. And and my daughter-in-law, wow. she's even worse. She puts my 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 uh, the son Connor's wife. Oh my gosh, on everything she puts mm-hmm. ketchup. Yeah. Oh, I, stop. Now, let me ask you this: What about a meatloaf? You like a little ketchup on the ends of the meatloaf there? See, that's different. I have no problem with ketchup. I just have problems with ketchup on a hot dog. You eat it on a hamburger. Yeah. All right. So it's a, it's a hot dog thing. It makes sense. Yeah, it's a hot dog thing. Hot you, dog mustard on a hot dog. How do you feel about chop suey? I always thought chop suey was a uh, something that was made in Brooklyn. I thought it was, what? honest to goodness, I always thought chop suey came from the United States. Aren't you thinking of American chop suey? Because there's American chop suey, yeah, and then there's traditional with hamburger. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's different. Yeah. That's that's different. But, it's Godzilla. <laughs> no, no, you gotta say it right. Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> Best part of that is from the. Uh, that's not even from a Godzilla movie. That's a clip from Austin Powers. It's, <laughs> that's what that is. Look, it's Godzilla. All right. Amazing. Those movies were the best <laughs> with the with, with the uh, with the subtitle not subtitles the uh, dub overs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Yep. Doctor Evil, uh, baby. Hilarious. Gotta love him. Nick was by the pool a little bit over the weekend, <laughs> and uh, no, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Uh, but <laughs> because I it, it it sounds so much better to say you know you were by the ocean or I I'm having major issues with my pool right now, so it is a, a oh, joke okay, to me. Well, it's well, been leaking. Fine. 
on and off all summer. Oh, really? Oh, I don't I don't yeah. know if you mentioned that. Well, you come by our pool. It's open maybe for two hours a week at our community. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's funny. When we bought this house, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. We're going to have this awesome pool. Please, it's cost me nothing but <laughs> money and heartache, and we use it maybe five times the entire summer season. Oh, that's funny. But whatever. Well, anyhow, See, that, I'm, I'm sitting that by... Is funny. Listen, I'm going to tie this into weather, okay? So I'm sitting by the pool, and there was a lot of clouds around, but I'll tell you what, I was still... You know when your skin feels hot like you get a little bit of a yeah. burn? And I'll tell yeah. you, the UV must have been uh, really rocking oh, over yeah. the weekend. Yeah, you know, folks don't realize that uh, even with the cloud cover, the uh, UV index can be very high. It's uh, that August sun, it is very strong, uh, so you still have to, to wear your sunscreen and whatnot. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Last night, the uh, MTV Video Music Awards was a big night for uh, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. She's a big winner for Video of the Year. Yes. I believe uh, the next one uh, is the big one. Next year is the 40th anniversary of the MTV uh, VMAs. That sounds about right. 1984 yeah. was the first one. So yeah. I realize it would be 39 years, but I think if you do the... Ma- it's the right, because the way they... This is the 39th this year and then the 40th, you know what I mean? Right, right. And yeah, the, I think the first right. one was the one where, remember that uh, famous clip of Madonna, Like a Virgin, where yeah, she's rolling around she in the wedding dress? wedding dress? And yeah. people forget it was uh, Dan Aykroyd, because Ghostbusters was hot that year, mm-hmm. introduced him. So that was mm-hmm. the first VMAs, but it was big last night that Taylor Swift. By the way, uh, both uh, Michelle Amabile and our own Ralphie uh, were out there. Just hanging out. They get to do the red carpet stuff, so we got some fun pictures on uh, the Boss Facebook page if you want to see that. It's mostly just Michelle and her goofy sunglasses, but <laughs> but there are some celebrity pictures on there, too. Yeah, very cool. We watched uh, just a little clip of the uh, red carpet in the beginning of the show, and I I was proud of myself. I heard of about 80% of the people. Look at you. So that wasn't bad for me. Thanks thanks to the kids of Chalk. <laughs> There's a couple of the songs I didn't know who they were, but I went, mm-hmm. oh, all right, that's, right, that's right. this. You've heard, okay. heard the clip. Because I've yeah. heard the, uh, the clip there. Mm-hmm. So it gets you thinking, 40 years, right? What is the first music video you remember seeing? Now, maybe you were a kid, mm-hmm. and this was a deal. If you remember when MTV first came on, not everybody had cable, or not everybody had cable that had MTV. Right. So right. it was like a big deal if you had a if you didn't have it, you get a friend. You go, come on over, we'll watch mm-hmm. some MTV. Mm-hmm. And some of those videos were kind of you know, a little racy for the time. Oh, so. for sure. I remember as a kid running running home because I took the bus so mm-hmm. I didn't get home until 4 and that's when TRL started. Which and is I, uh, for people that don't remember Total Request Live. Yes. That was where Carson Daly first came into yes, our life. You'd count down the top 10 and they'd have artists on and they would do that. And so I remember running home and there were, there were videos that I obviously remember that stood out because I was a kid, Spice Girls Wannabe, Ace of Base, The Sign, TLC <laughs> You know what's Waterfall. funny? Is to me, you sound like a young kid saying this, but I forget that that is 25 years ago. Right. But I have to tell you, the first music video that I can vividly remember watching and thinking, wow, this is really cool, because the way that it was made, it looked like something that I could do with my cool little camera at home, because yeah. they were just running around their neighborhood, was actually Jim Blossom's Hey Jealousy. I remember watching that music video as a kid. They're like in their kitchen. They're in the living room. They're just running around singing the song. And so I was like, I, I can make a music video. I remember can that song this? coming out. I don't remember the video. From you you got to Google it because it's just totally ra- they they. You can make it with TikTok in a minute right yeah. now with all their weird effects that they have. But they're just running around the neighborhood. That's all they're doing, playing and singing the song. That's I think it. the first video I remember seeing was uh, Money for Nothing by uh, Dire Straits, okay. which is that, er- that early 80s uh, yeah. computer animated deal. Yeah. Yes, yep. And I remember thinking that was just so cool. Because mm-hmm. when we were in school, it was right about the same time. I was in grade school, and they uh, they started having us do computer class. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the computer, remember those green computers? They looked right. like a, It was like a TV screen, and you right. turn the knob, and then it was just, so it was nothing like today. Right. But this was a uh, like a 3D color 
computer thing if mm-hmm. you remember seeing that Dire Straits video. So I think that's the first one I remember. Yeah. But I also remember the Whitney Houston "I Will Always Love You" because that was just had, clips from the Bodyguard. Yeah, movie. right. Just yeah. Had, it was basically you were just watching the movie. Sometimes and, that back in the day, before you could get clips on YouTube and all of that, or right. get movies on demand, it was right. great because the music video would give you clips of a movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you couldn't just watch a movie whenever you wanted to. Right. This exactly. is re- really not that long ago when you think about it. I know. So last night the VMAs. How about you? What was the first music video you ever? remember seeing. She said, <laughs> she said last night the Video Music Awards over there on MTV, they make a big fuss about it. They get the red carpet and then they do the show and they did it in uh, Jersey this year. Usually I think it's at the Garden but yeah. it was at uh, the Prudential Center in Newark last night and Taylor Swift was a big winner but I got us thinking back to uh, the beginnings of MTV back to the 80s. What is the uh, first music video you remember seeing? Andy said the very first video I saw was Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody and at the time it was a promotional film and it was in 1975. Yeah. You know, some yeah. of the bands back then would make these little movies right, that uh, right. I think inspired the idea for MTV. Mm-hmm. A text from 8107 said, Robert Palmer addicted to love and aha, take on me. Yeah, remember Robert Palmer was the one with the uh, the models dancing yeah. and then uh, Shania Twain did kind of like a parody of it where it was men dancing for yes. her and she was the model right. when she did Man, I Feel Like a Woman. That's right. And Kathy saw, uh, said, saw the very first one, video killed the radio star. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to line two. Hi, how you doing? Good, you got a good answer for us? Yes, Jake Isles Centerfold. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny, some of those, yeah, right? you, you look back at some of those early 80s, like the other one that uh, comes to mind that's like that is the uh, Come On Eileen, and they're so, uh, they look like home movies. They're so primitive, you know? Yeah, well, I went to a Catholic school, and in the history, during history, the teacher went out to have a cigarette, <laughs> and we would, like, replay the whole thing. <laughs> Wait a minute, you went to Catholic school, you're saying the nun was out there smoking? Well, she wasn't a nun, it was a teacher. Oh, okay. And she would go out to have a cigarette, and then we would play the whole thing. We would have a guy, Alex, drawing the, uh, the car on the, uh, Jump board, and we would hike up our skirts and do the whole thing. Oh, wow. I love it. I love it. I'm sorry. I'm just amusing myself imagining sister out there uh, lifting the habit to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> you little brats. <laughs> Give me two Hail Marys. All right. Well, all right. Some more answers coming up. The first music video you remember seeing. Love to hear yours on this. 732-774-4444. Call or text same number or get us on Facebook. Play the Pink Floyd. I was just thinking uh, Roger Waters might be listening right now. He's in town. Hmm. Got a stand going on at Madison Square Garden. Former front man of Pink Floyd. I don't think uh, the Pink Floyd guys play together anymore, but this came up the other day and Joe goes, I don't like that Pink Floyd. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm not one of those guys, but. I'm not one of a big fan of Pink Floyd. No, I never was. I'll be honest with you. Everybody is. I don't want to say feeling under the weather, but feeling just a little, uh, you know, like a slothy this morning. And I think my issue is uh, we went out last night and found a pizza place we had never been before. I guess Mm -hmm. I shot them out because they were great. You ever been to Anthony's? There's a bunch of locations. No. uh, Well, the one we went to was in uh, English Town, but they got a bunch of locations. Coal-fired pizza. Coal-fired pizza. And I guess they they started in Florida, but they got a bunch of locations here. So we went last night, and I ate like a pizza and a half. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it, you ever have a, a meal that you know is not great for you and you f- you literally feel as though your heart must have clogged and this is going to be it? Like, I feel like today might be the day, you know? Like, I'm I'm worried well, that I won't make it a couple more weeks to my birthday because I feel like this yeah. might be That's how <laughs> filling that pizza was, and I'm still feeling it 15 hours later. That's why you had one and a half of them? <laughs> yeah. It went down easy. <laughs> and listen, you're... They did go down easy, and she's the instigator, and I'll tell you why, because I go, well, listen, why don't we uh, we'll get two smalls and split it? And she goes, well, it's only two bucks more for the big one to get the big one, and then we'll get bring it home. One. And, but of course, that seemed like a perfect idea until I ate one whole pizza by myself. I then- wasn't instigating, though. I was being lazy, thinking today is Monday, and I don't want to cook dinner, so we'll have leftovers. But right. I, forget oh, sure. that, hey. I forget you're a goldfish, and if the food is in front of you, <laughs> you're going to eat it. And you're an enabler is what you are. <laughs> um, there's, I mean, people, there's people walking out of the rehab center, you're like, 
like, how about a little whiskey? How you feeling? <laughs> That's you. I can't be trusted around pizza for the love of God. I was trying to have a whole pizza left over for dinner tonight. That was that was my thought. I, no, now I, I don't want it because I feel well, I already good. feel so bad about myself for gobbling a pizza down yesterday. Well, I can have that. Yeah. One for me. <laughs> there you go. Probably about three o'clock. Get between Robbie and his pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By three o'clock, I'll have changed my tune and I'll be hungry and That's I'll want right. it. So don't, don't right. worry about it. But right That's now, right. I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack right now. Any second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. I got to thinking about the first music video you've ever seen. That was not the first I ever saw, but I was thinking about uh, No Rain from Blind Melon. Oh, right. That famous video with the little girl dressed up like a bee. Yeah. And we were watching some reality show. I think it was, uh, might have been singing a singing competition show. or something. Yeah. And she, they, they said, you have a special secret. She said, yeah. I'm the B girl, mm-hmm. and now she's a singer, so it's yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah. But the first music video you have ever, uh, you can recall seeing that you that you ever saw, rather. John said Duran Duran, "Hungry Like the Wolf." Yeah, there's a there's a clip of that, that makes me think of of uh, the guys. Um, I'm trying to remember, it might have been Martha Quinn or one of the the old MTV DJs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she says, "Now, what do you say to people that you know all these models and bikinis and all of this?" And he said, "Is it pornographic? Should this be on TV?" And he said, "Well, we we don't think of we like to think of it as tastefully smutty." <laughs> I thought that was one of the best turns of phrase I ever heard. It's real. It's tastefully really quite, smutty. It's quite funny though when you think about the videos that were considered very smutty tame. Then. Very tame. Yeah, compared to what you even saw on the red carpet at the VMAs last night. Like it was just you. Everyone was just like, "Oh, okay." I mean, listen. <laughs> Okay. I'm certainly no prude, but there is a couple of outfits where I went, her ass is out. I mean, you're just, not a- just a pasty. That's all you had. If I were the, the publicist, the handler for some of these people, I'd tell her, I'm like, I don't care. You're not wearing that. Yeah. I mean, you look bad. That's um, Sex sells. That's what they're doing. I sex think there's a, there's a line that's too much, don't you think? I Yes and no. I guess, you know, if you're 22 and you got the body, and nah, no. <laughs> whatever. No, it just but, makes you trashy. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Michelle said, 1984 Billy Idol, Eyes Without a Face. Yeah. And Dane said, Tina Turner, she's got legs, and my world opened up drastically. <laughs> Tina's great. She's still oh, great. Oh, yeah, she is. By the way, we just played the longest time. That would be a, Billy had some great yeah, videos back yes. in the day. Wasn't uh, Christy Brinkley in the Uptown Girl? Mm-hmm. You know, when he was... What's the one that he did with the... It was like a cartoon. It was like half cartoon, half... You know what I'm talking about? Mm. I'll have to Google it. I can't remember, but he's he's walking with like a, a cartoon figure in a white zoot suit. I'll have to Google it. I remember there was a similar one with uh, Paula Abdul. You're not talking about that. She had the black cat. The straight up? No. No, it wasn't straight up. It was black cat, I think, and she had the cartoon cat mm. dancing with her. I don't know what I'm thinking of. I'll have to Google well, it. Well, I don't either. But. <laughs> it's the first music video you remember seeing. we got some great answers going on Facebook, too, so you can always uh, hop right there or text us anytime. Text Connect's always open, 774-4444, even when the show is not on the air any longer.